You're listening to One Man Brand Radio with Ray Sagern on News Radio KLBJ. Now, here's Ray. Ah, yes, indeed. We're back here on One Man Brand Radio, voice of the entrepreneur through this Saturday nights from 7 o'clock until 8 o'clock. Brought to you by Hoover's at Honest to Goodness Good Texas Cooking down on Maynard Road and online at hooverscooking.com. And of course, GC Plumbing. And now more than ever, if you need a plumber, you want a good, clean plumber. And that's GC online at goodcleanplumber.com. So One Man Brand Radio exists for the entrepreneur. It exists for mom and pop, main street businesses. And what we look to do here is share advice across the tribe, listeners from different industries. Uh, What are the lessons that you can learn from the other guy and him from you or her, as the case may be? And I'm super excited tonight to welcome to the show Sigmund Bloom, who is one of the thought leaders in the continuing to emerge industry of fantasy football. You know, I'm thinking back to the first time I played a league with the other guys down at UT. It was the 40 Acres League, and there was no internet. It was it was 1994 when we did it. Now, of course, in, in the many years since, fantasy football has become a gazillion dollar industry, especially with the emergence of daily fantasy and that game. Now, certainly, a good chunk of the pipeline is owned by the ESPNs of the world, but there's really been this Wild West sort of gunslinging last frontier where people could carve out moms and pops and just one-man brands could carve out their way in the continuing rising tide of these industries. And Sigmund Bloom is one of those guys, and also a former Austinite, for starters. Sigmund, welcome to One Man Brand Radio, and, and yeah, take us back to you and your Austin connection. I came to Austin in 1997 to enroll at the University of Texas at Austin School of Law. Hook'em. And and I'm proud to report, hook'em, yeah, uh, I'm proud to report that I'm just a dormant lawyer. uh, And when I talk to people I went to law school with and tell them that my job is a fantasy football analyst, they said, if I would have known that was a choice, uh, maybe I wouldn't be a lawyer. <laughs> so I'm going to fill in the gaps for you here, man, because uh, so I'm class of 95 radio TV films uh, in the communication school. So you're showing up right as I'm uh, headed to dangerous yep. foreign soil uh, for a six year tour of duty. Uh, in Tulsa to, to run alternative rock radio stations in Tulsa, Oklahoma. But that's when you're showing up. Walk me through 96 UT Law School. How do you end up being this thought leader in the fantasy football world? Well, really, I, I actually went to work at UT uh, to be a, a systems analyst. They had a, a program there. Texas, University of Texas is always going to do things its own way. So it had its own Indeed. in-house. They had their own in-house IT, IT department. They trained you. They had their own uh, programming language. Well, not their own, but it was a, a German programming language uh, that they were using. And uh, it, I didn't want to be an attorney. It was a good job. I met some of my best friends that I'll, I'll have for life there. Uh-huh. Uh, actually got trained on the 13th floor of the tower. You know, office job give you some time. And we started our first fantasy football league in 2000. And my friend Rob Harling told me about this site, Football Guys, uh, which was, it, it seemed like the place for people that were really serious uh, about football. Right. Parsing it down to every micro. It's before we had all this great coverage of football. So, you know, someone would go to a training camp practice and report everything that they saw. And you know, we, we just love that. Right. Um, and, and 
And then, you know, really, uh, it's a sad story, but uh, we were out at the backyard for a Black Crows concert in 2006. So really, I just have to go back. I I, I don't want to take up too long in the story, but I actually went to Syracuse University as a broadcast journalism major in 1993 because I thought, oh, you can do whatever you, as people would say, you you can do whatever you want. I I wanted to be the play-by-play announcer for the Pittsburgh Pirates. Okay, all right. Um, uh, but broadcast journalism wasn't for me. Uh, and we come all the way around to 2006 when the Internet is democratizing media. And I was starting to write some articles and just do some things uh, with fantasy football. And then out of the backyard, an uh, intoxicated driver plowed into a big group of us. And my, my best friend, Jeff Wilson, died in that accident, actually. Oh, my goodness. Uh, and um, it was kind of a wake-up call that you can't wait around for the universe to roll out a, a red carpet to, to make your life into something that you want. So I, I decided to do something pretty silly, which was try to make a living as a fantasy football analyst and a draft analyst. I did a lot of NFL draft work, too. Mm-hmm. And it just happened that the rest of the world sort of caught up. And I, I feel very lucky because I don't feel like I have any special thoughts. I couldn't stand out now in this industry, which is a funny thing to say that this is an industry. Uh, So I I feel very lucky. Uh, If there's any lesson to take out of it is if you take a risk before it's obvious that it's a good risk, when it still is a risk, uh, then it can really work out. This is One Man Brand Radio on KLBJ, voice of the entrepreneur, and we're here Saturday nights from 7 o'clock till 8 o'clock. Guess this segment is Sigmund Bloom. He's with footballguys.com. Sigmund, we're going to get around eventually how our paths cross by playing against each other in a, in yeah. a pros versus Joe's league. We'll get to that in a little bit. But, you know, I've been a fan of football guys since I think 04. And, uh, and, and, and it's interesting that in particular, I love the Dan- the dynasty game. So I follow a lot of your columns um, uh, in particular, but uh, how did you connect that? And how did, where did you get the critical mass along the way where you knew that, uh, yeah, this is a, this is like a real company and I could have like a real life, the whole food rent thing I could take care of right. just by being smart at fantasy football i didn't think that it could be uh, honestly a legitimate path uh, to sustain employment at the time that I, I quit my job at ut in 2006 2007 um it was really i think whenever dfs I- injected a lot of interest daily fantasy sports into the area a lot of money into the area that it really blew up but we've seen something very similar happen across really all kinds of things that we like to do with our spare time, because that was what it was about, right? I mean, I, I wasn't a big hit as a systems analyst. It wasn't necessarily for me, and I thought, well, what do I like to do? I like analyzing things and, and managing my fantasy football teams. Why don't I try to find a way to do that as my job? And I thought, honestly, it was after a year, I had a goal to make a certain amount of money, like $30,000, it sounds ridiculous now, mm-hmm. uh, just to be able to survive from my football work. And, but I really thought this was a way to get me to use my law degree and my bar card uh-huh. and become an attorney. So huh. I thought, well, if a year, in a year it doesn't work out, if I'm not sustaining an income after a year, then I'm just going to be an attorney. So I was tricking myself into doing it. Okay. Uh, but here I am. But I think it's a larger thing. You know, Ray, I mean, all the things that we like to do with our spare time, right. uh, beer, video games, <laughs> comic books. Really? Yes. You know, if you're really into Star Wars, right. you could probably have make a profession out of doing a YouTube 
stream, podcasting, writing articles, analyzing everything that's happening in the Star Wars universe now. Uh-huh. And the next thing that we're seeing is, you know, let, let's be fair. These are mostly things that I described. Uh, maybe the largest segment of the audience is white men of a certain education level or, or income. But now I think the next wave is things that maybe the largest segment of the audience aren't white men. Like um, sneakers, I, I think, are just blowing up sure. uh, as, a, as an area of interest. So, you know, we're looking out now. Right. And I think all, all of these things that were our hobbies or our diversions are now becoming things that can be your profession. Uh-huh. And it really just, uh, if you bring passion and enthusiasm, uh, you really only need to have a loyal audience of even a few thousand people to be able to sustain yourself. One Man Brand Radio is on KLBJ tonight. We've got Sigmund Bloom from footballguys.com. You know, fantasy football season, this is the nut-cutting time where, where the money's at stake or you're going to have to get something tattooed on your butt if you're in last place. Or, right. I mean, there's real stakes right now. And I'll tell you, you know, so th- uh, this show, Sigmund, here on KLBJ exists for the entrepreneur, voice of the entrepreneur, advice for people growing their business. Man, I've already heard from you, uh, you know, taking your passion putting it all on the line. And, and, and as you were talking about uh, that last little bit of how these smaller audiences become relevant, you know, the, the book uh, several years ago, I think was called The Long Tail. I think Chris Anderson wrote it. And he talked about that, you know, German uh, speed metal polka would be a thing, you know, right. eventually. And I guess what for me is uh, I'm an enthusiast who finally has figured out how to for me, it's the dynasty game where I make a pretty reliable chunk of change on a handful of teams year after year, it seems. But as somebody who's inside the bubble on this deal, Sigma, my question for you is, when along the way, what were the telltale signs of uh, this is a real industry? When when did you know that, that yeah, this is a thing and uh, it's for real? You know, I'm thinking of, I know there's conventions now and sure. and just all sorts of stuff. I mean, when for you, what was that, what was that aha moment for you as like, yeah, this is, this is for real and it's long term. I think that social media probably was a big watershed moment where the level of interest and the number of people out there that were interested in, you know, following a Twitter feed that basically was just updating injuries and changes and starting lineups and interesting articles that are affecting fantasy football trends. Uh, that was a big aha moment. And there was a, a time there in the early part of the last decade where it was just growing year over year in a way that showed that there was this uh, appetite for fantasy football that I never could have anticipated. And I think it did in some ways uh, take the place of, of golf or other things where it was a workplace bonding activity. Uh, I was really lucky. I think that something that, because I grew up outside of of Pittsburgh where it was a religion, you know, I was born in 1975. So if you were a kid in Pittsburgh at that time, then you, you football, you were surrounded by it. You were becoming aware of what was going on in the halo of Terry Bradshaw and Franco Harris and all those four, those four Super Bowl rings uh, were, that's been your whole life, right? Yeah. And I mean, at school, I can remember in elementary school where there was, you know, uh, young astronauts and other clubs. The Steelers club was one of the clubs, you know, uh, your interest in the, in the Steelers. Yeah. Uh, So absolutely. I, I feel fortunate that something that I was very passionate about 
uh, to happen to intersect with something that was on the rise because that wasn't part of the plan. I never would have expected that or anticipated that. And now I think we're going to see with sports betting, um, especially with a lot of the shortfalls in state tax receipts and things like that, I would guess that sports betting is going to be something now that the original barrier has been broken to spreading it beyond Las Vegas. Uh, it's going to intersect with fantasy, and you're going to see fantasy, uh, prop bets. Ray, I think we're going to have something soon where there is, is a live in-game betting, even micro-betting on plays wow. and things like that. Wow. You're going to have apps because, you know, us old-timers probably uh, remember, like, if you would go to a baseball game with your friends, there'd be little pots, you know, calling balls and strikes and things like that. And I think you're going to see that. Uh, memorialized in apps and things where um, it, it may spread beyond sports. Uh, so I think th- this whole gamifying of life uh, to something that you like doing, uh, there's a lot of growth coming. All right, Sigmund. There's One Man Brain Radio on KLBJ. we got Sigmund Bloom from footballguys.com. We're talking about all things fantasy football, which is now a gazillion dollar industry. And and based on that last stuff, it's only onward and upward from here. Yeah. So we got to get to the good stuff, which is is pros versus Joes, Sigmund yeah. and Ray in a league together accidentally this year. And, and that's important. And it's also, I think, you know, if I got you, uh, we've got the Waterloo uh, Media Group uh, League with with much at stake here. I, I, I want to get you to handicap that for me, if you would. But yeah. uh, we got to take a quick break so sit tight for just a second we got we got just a few minutes left on the other side of this break with sigmund bloom from footballguys.com when one man brand radio continues next here on news radio klbj you're listening to one man brand radio with ray sagern on news radio klbj now here's ray Ah, oh, yes, indeed. We are back. It's One Man Brand Radio here on KLBJ, voice of the entrepreneur, celebrating the spirit of entrepreneurship here in Austin and beyond. We do it every Saturday night, 7 o'clock till 8. Thanks so much to Hoover's down on Maynard Road, that good, honest to goodness, good Texas cooking for sponsoring the show. And also GC. Man, if you need a plumber now more than ever, you want a good, clean plumber. And that's GC online at goodcleanplumber.com. So check this out. We've got Sigmund Bloom from footballguys.com who's been on with us tonight talking about fantasy football, evolution of the industry. When did this this kind of thing that people did in the, you know, uh, uh, at the office become this multi-gazillion dollar industry? We've been, been talking about some of that, but we're now to the good stuff, to the really good stuff where Sigmund, uh, even though a, a two-year, two-decade Austinite, you, you, our paths never crossed here in Austin, but our paths did cross at the FFPC, the Fantasy Football Players Championship, where I was lucky enough to sign up. Uh, I mean, the league sold out in like 17 seconds, I think. Uh, this was like trying to get tickets to a Black Crows concert at the backyard, <laughs> you know. But but this is where I'm one of six schlubs, uh, the Joes, who get to play against six of the pros, and it's a pros versus Joe which is a whole thing in the FFPC universe, which I've always loved. I'm just now getting a chance to participate in one, and it's a it's a dynasty format, which is which is what I like the most. You and I are competing against each other now. Uh, this deep in the season, I'm in first place. You're in second place. What will be your uh, your December surprise to close that gap, Sigmund? Oh, there is no December surprise. We're, we're doing the long game here. I've learned a lot, and that's one of the reasons I wanted to do this league because now we're, we're going to really get geeky. Um, it's a best ball league. 
it's a super flex league. Yes. It's also got some quirks where in the off season we'll cut down to really 14 players and redraft to fill those last 10 spots and you cut four spots. So I like this because it's stimulating. It's a new format, multiple intersections of new formats for me, dynasty, best ball, super flex. Right. Uh, and I've, I've learned a lot. You know, I had my gambit at the beginning where I traded out of the early rounds. Uh, but I think that uh, you're showing that the opposite strategy uh, where you, you concentrate and also hitting on those picks. So yeah. uh, I don't have it. I don't have any big surprise. Uh, I, I just, I hope <laughs> that I, I hope that I can get one of my tight ends to catch fire here. If it's, uh, I picked up Dawson Knox uh, and <laughs> this week, hopefully he can uh, do something. You know, we try to play both sides of this emotionally, right? If, if, if the Steelers lose to the bills Sunday night, I just hope Dawson Knox can be a big part of why they lose. Man, we could talk for 10 minutes just on that phenomenon, rooting against your team or looking for one guy, but you got it against you in one league and uh, and for you in another. But uh, I will ask you this, though. So, yeah, I mean, I definitely hit lucky with Dalvin Cook and and, uh, DK Metcalf. I had some good picks. I also have a pretty aging uh, uh, running back core past uh, Dalvin, which uh, isn't going to fare well in future years in the short term. And I've traded future picks picks a way to get there. I read your columns. I've read your columns for years. When we were in the draft, I'm like, Sigmund's picking in a couple of in a couple of picks, and I know he likes Denzel Mims as the, the Baylor product as much as I do. So how is it being at least against with people where you know they've got your uh thought process published and on the record? That doesn't bother me at all, really. Yeah. I feel lucky. So so this is this is all coping mechanisms, right? Okay. So when <laughs> there are there are bad breaks Yes. I always just tell myself fantasy football has been very, very good to me. Very, very good to me because I've been able to have uh, an occupation that I actually most of the time fills me back up and instead of leaving me empty in exchange for being able to pay the rent and having other things. Right. So I look at my leagues as a laboratory. I feel like it's incumbent on me as a fantasy football expert. I'm making air quotes when I say expert. Okay. To to be playing and, and experiencing the ebb and flow every week of all the disappointments and letdowns, all, all the the red herrings and all the things that uh, induce us into making bad choices or good choices. And then the outcome is just gravy. It's just something that's extra if I actually can win a league or make it deep in the playoffs. Uh, so it doesn't bother me at all. And I, I think it's something you get over pretty quickly when you decide that you're in fantasy football more to serve an audience and to create content for people yeah. than for your own outcomes. So I, I, I embrace it, okay. honestly, that if someone can use something I'm putting out there against me, then I feel like that's a sign that I've been a success. Love it. Love it. This is Sigmund Bloom from uh, footballguys.com, who's my guest tonight on One Man Brand Radio. There's real money. There's billions of dollars at stake in the fantasy football world, and it's playoff season. And, uh, and by the way, Sigmund, just, I, I, I appreciate the accessibility and the humility. When I refer to you or when I refer to footballguys.com, as experts, I'm not using air quotes because it's literally been that uh, uh, my go-to for for all these many years now. So, uh, got to get you out of here on this. You know, we've got the uh, the Waterloo Media League yeah. now. I'm on by this week. We've got uh, uh, we've got 101X's uh, 
Uh, Lynn Lawless, he's on by this week, but we've got some some pretty heated contests. I've gone ahead and sent over to you yep. uh, the lineups. We've got three versus six and four versus five. We've got Dale Dudley, of the, the, the world-famous Dudley and Bob show, right? Yeah. Uh, up against our uh, uh, our marketing manager, Gary Weaver. Now, now, Dudley looks to be have a 33-point advantage on paper going in. I mean, I'm looking at Devontae Adams, Chris Godwin, Aaron Rodgers. Can uh, Gary Weaver's I Quit Take My Money team overcome that lead, you think? I doubt it. And, you know, this is the more lopsided of the two matchups. Uh, and it really is because of Devontae Adams and Nick Chubb. Those are the 500-pound gorillas. That being said, uh, you know, maybe J.D. McKissick could catch 10 passes again. Maybe Brandon Cooks could have a really big game against Chicago. Corey Davis had a golden ticket kind of week last week. Uh, Noah Fant is going to face Carolina, I believe, without Shaq Thompson. So there's hope. Okay. You know, we're going to tune in to the end. Uh, but, yeah, I, I think that free money uh, should be in the money. So for GW, you're saying there's a chance, but... <laughs> right. There's always a chance. Fantasy football, I think you play long enough and you see enough things happen that you felt were impossible uh, that you you never count those chickens until all the eggs are hatched. You know, we just heard Greg Roman this morning saying, "I appreciate fantasy football," and I'm glad he at least acknowledged us in a positive way. He said they're playing reality football and they're not really going to change their running back rotation. So that's a bit discouraging for Dobbins. And by the way, since I get, I have the floor here as a fantasy football expert, yes. there's no wrong way to play fantasy football. The important thing is for it to be enjoyable, for it to be something that helps uh, relieve the burden of day to day life. Uh, you know, people want to run their team saying, you know, I'm not going to uh, draft Tyreek Hill because of what we know about him off the field. Or if you decide you want to take players because you like them and it's exciting, it's a way to share in their greatness. Uh, that alone is an end in and of itself, not necessarily winning your league or being the best. But in this case, I will say uh, don't call it a comeback. Might not need a comeback this week. This is One Man Brand Radio on KLBJ. Guest for this last segment has been Sigmund Bloom from footballguys.com. It's my go-to fantasy football resource. And uh, Sigmund, I want to say a couple of things getting you out of here. Thank you for uh, playing along tonight. Um, thank you for this questionable use of the power of the airwaves. <laughs> you, know, we, we, <laughs> you know, this is the Rush Limbaugh station. and we, we took the power of the airwaves to deconstruct Dale Dudley versus Gary Weaver's uh, fantasy game tonight but uh all in good fun glad our paths have crossed on the pros versus joe thanks for being here tonight and uh we hope to see you back here in austin real soon my pleasure and let's set up some sort of food trade you airmail me a, a chicken fried steak from hoover's and i'll go pick up whatever you want in new orleans hey now i love that idea you know hoover's gonna love that idea we're gonna, we're gonna hook that up for sure and uh, yeah thanks for being a good sport tonight sigmund and thanks for being here on one man brand radio my great pleasure